0: I
1: love doing, that show,
2: <laughs> <Carrie. You laughs>
1: I love it
0: too. I do Good too, Sherelle. girlfriend. You know your present.
2: Happy, happy Panty Free Friday, girl. Happy Friday, girl. Ooh, <laughs> no, I didn't God. say Happy Friday. I said Happy Panty Free Friday, Sherelle. Ooh,
1: well. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hear that, Carrie. You didn't get that memo, Sherelle. <laughs> I did. You know, I didn't get it because Mother Nature must have snatched it up and said, Not this week,
0: girlfriend. So. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, sometimes things happen that eliminate the possibility for Panty-Free uh-huh. Friday, Cheryl. Don't remind me. Don't
1: remind me.
0: How Are you, you been, off- Huh? How you been? You know, it has been an awesome week, Cheryl. It has been downright busy. It's been interesting. I've had some interesting things happen this week. hmm hmm You ready for a story? hmm So Monday, I'm at this very large fitness facility with my daughter, Jessica, um, and they have an outdoor pool, and I'd say they're probably about, there's got to be at least 200, you know, those reclining lawn chairs all around this pool. Mm-hmm. Huge pool, big facility. She and I are in the water. We just dumped our stuff on the lawn chairs, jumped in the water, because, you know, it was like 120 degrees on Monday. Mm-hmm. So we're standing in the water just sort of chatting. I'm really looking forward to just having a super relaxing afternoon with my daughter, you know, catching up with her, talking about her new boyfriend. She's all excited about going to UNC next year. She's just gone to her freshman orientation. It was going to be an awesome afternoon. So we're sitting in the water just talking, and I look over at the door. In walks this guy into the pool area that I went out with maybe three, four, five times back around end of December, beginning of January, over New Year's Eve kind of deal. Mm-hmm. this guy <laughs> ended up being one of the most unusual, challenging, difficult human beings I think I've ever met. Ooh. Ken Swabby only went out about three or four times. Mm-hmm. Um, did not end really well just because of his absurdity, his strange behavior. Anyway, so he's walking into the pool area, and I'm thinking, great. <laughs> great. But to make matters worse, he walks over to where my lawn chair is. And puts his stuff down on the chair right beside it. Oh, my
2: goodness.
0: (laughs) I mean, all the other chairs in the pool, you have to put your stuff on the... And this pool is so packed, like the chairs are literally about three, four inches apart from one another. And so I'm like, great. And so I say to Jess, you know, try to explain the situation to her and... Anyway, i ordered a sandwich, and they called my name, and I went to go get my food, and I sat down at this table, and I'm just thinking, what am I going to do? I mean, this is awkward. You know, I could have gone the rest of my life without seeing this particular individual and been completely happy about it. Um, So I eat my sandwich, and she was sweet. She, you know, she switched chairs with me. She sits in the other chair, and I just act really cool. Like, I don't even notice the guys there. I sit down in the chair. And I'm showing her a message on my phone I got from somebody else, and we're talking about it, and I'm thinking, this is just an odd situation. Anyway, she hands me my phone back. The dude is sending me texts.
2: <gasps> okay.
0: <laughs> he sends me texts. You're sitting there right beside your daughter. I'm so hurt, you can't even say hello. <laughs> so He's like, well, aren't you supposed to be at work? What are you doing here at the pool? I just sent a text back, and I said... I don't work Mondays. And I put my phone down and went back in the water. And I want you to know he sat there for all of about 20 minutes and got up and left.
1: Oh, wow.
0: (laughs) Isn't that odd?
1: That's really weird.
0: That was just one of those really weird things. It was a very, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, very, uh, like, a Sex in the City kind of moment. Just one of those (laughs) strange. Mm -hmm. Strange things. But it got me thinking a lot about relationships and why they end, I guess, mm-hmm. um, as in, you know, I, of course, when I saw this guy, I just kept thinking about how bizarre his behavior was, and so I started thinking a lot about deal breakers. Do mm-hmm. you have any of those that you sort of have as standards to deal breakers in relationships?
1: Well, actually, I do. Oh, yeah, um, yeah.
0: I'm mm-hmm. glad to hear that. Care to share?
1: Absolutely. Um, I, sure. m- one of my deal breakers is disrespect. Ah. Yeah. I yeah. can't stand um, curse words and sentences with me when dealing with someone that I'm involved with. Um, right. I had a friend last week that had a birthday and something went wrong with my phone and It it, it actually, once I went to the place on Monday, um, I found out that it was actually the charger, not the phone. Right. So my first text, once my phone is back on, is from him saying, you know, how dare you miss my birthday. That was effing foul. I was like, wait a minute. It's 100 degrees outside. I got on a black dress, and I'm hot as sin. And this is going to be my first text. Girlfriend, I pulled my car over, and I made sure that I gave him a text that he would never forget.
0: <laughs> and was my thought process, text? huh? Was that the last text you ever sent him?
1: That was my, uh, my last text that I've ever sent him. <laughs> oh, no, no. I se- After I said all of that, I had to proofread it and make sure it was right and touching on all the points. Then the second text was, oh, by the way, happy effing birthday.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would have been nice had he said, gee, really missed you. Would have liked to have seen you. Hope everything is okay. Absolutely. It's a, that's a deal breaker for me. We,
1: we can't go any further because if you don't have sense enough to deal with a woman on a level in a respectful manner, for all yeah. you know, I had an accident or something. But get Absolutely. this. Technology has made us so lazy. I mean, how many phone numbers do you know off the top of your head if you don't have your cell phone?
0: Maybe three.
1: Maybe three. And Maybe. i I didn't have his phone number to call him from a landline. But you're not yeah. going to text me and use the F-bomb in addressing something that I didn't do. So, yeah, deal That's- breakers... For me, the big one is disrespect. Don't curse at me because that brings something out of me where I become witch hazel and she's not cute. <laughs> and look, I'm getting <laughs> mad as I'm talking about it, Carrie.
0: <laughs> I can understand that, Cheryl. I have to say that would be a deal breaker for me too, honey. I mean, especially because it doesn't even sound like you dated this guy very long.
1: No, just a one out a couple of times, you know, but I, right. I think it. I think it has a lot to do with his uh, inexperience with dealing with women, and he's uh, young, 30, right.
0: and, you know, uh, I, I am see, a I, cougar. I, <laughs> see, and I can't, I, you know, I just don't really want to go back. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to go I've had, you know, my last relationship, my last, you know, real serious relationship was with someone who was seven years younger than me, and man, that was an eye-opening experience. And then mm-hmm. since then, you know, I've had much younger men. I don't know what's going on out there. I'm sure you've noticed it, but it seems like, you know, guys anywhere between the age of 19 and 30, my God, you know, they act like, uh, I just don't want to be any guy's older woman fantasy. I just don't want to be that girl, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they don't
0: really have, they don't really offer me anything that I want, you know, so I've gotten past that age where I just want to, you know, have sex for sex' sake. I don't want to do that anymore, so mm-hmm. not interested, you know, and if they don't have kids, they're not going to be able to understand that whole dynamic, and that's a big part of my life, you know, mm-hmm. and I think it takes men, I mean, I, you know, I hope I don't get annihilated for saying this, but I think it takes men a lot longer to sort of grow up it does us. <laughs>
1: yeah, I would agree. That would
0: be, that would be my own personal experience. Um, so I'm not, you know, I don't think I'm willing to go much younger than say 40 maybe at this point. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. <gasps> okay. Yeah, I got like a real small window. It's like, yeah, you know, I, 40 see, to... I see. <laughs> so I'm narrowing the playing field, but you know, I'm okay with that.
1: Okay, well, it, you know, it it all depends on what makes you happy, but, you know, I, I will save you just in case any of our listeners are out there going, oh, they're nuts, uh, because they're <laughs> You know, they are, but that's okay. We're, right. we're all right with that. <laughs> well, I, I would say our philosophy will always be, it just depends, because uh-huh. we don't want to put all the men in one bag and shake them out and say that it takes them a long time to mature, we're just going to say, from our experience.
0: Yes, absolutely, from from my own personal experience, yes. I mean, I'm sure there are very mature young men out there, and I have known a few, mostly the ones that come into my office that I talk to, but those, you know, you really get a chance to sort of understand who they are, and there are some out there who mature a, a little bit more quickly, but i just say as a rule, in terms of just relationships, I don't really want to get involved with anybody a lot younger than me.
1: Well, I have a shiro, and it is Miss Demi Moore, honey. And she has been married to Mr. Kushner, and we haven't heard no peek, no hide, no nothing. They a happy appear. <laughs> they seem like they both are a happy camper. So that's why I want to interject. It just depends, because Demi true. seems like she got her a nice little young tenderoni, and it's working out really <laughs> well for <her>. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: tenderoni. <laughs> Ooh, girl. I know. Well, you know. So, but here, you know. So look, let's look at Mister. Nurse behavior. I mean, so here's a guy who's very dynamic, who's very, mm-hmm. obviously, very intelligent, who's um, very professionally successful. Um, so he's, you know, he's probably not your typical, what is he, what, 28, something like that?
1: Are you serious?
0: I, what do you mean? Am I serious about how old he is? Yeah. Yeah, look, girlfriend, there is a significant age gap between those two.
1: Oh, wow. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> That's just nice and just supple and young and vibrant <laughs> and strong, yeah. And that's a but little too I... low for me, but, you know, to each his own. That's a little too what? I said, that's a little too low for me. And as I'm sitting here on my computer, I, I want to help correct that age. He's 32.
0: Oh, is he really? He's 32. All right, okay. but say like, okay, so let me just ask you this. If you had a choice between Ashton and, let's say, Mr. Clooney, because I'm all about St. George, which one would you pick?
1: Clooney, hands down. Yep, see? Yeah, yeah. He's just seasoned and mm-hmm. just like a nice old steak, you know.
0: Mm hmm. Ah. See, and there, people just get more interesting to me as they get older.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. You know? And usually more thoughtful, hopefully. Um, but again, it's, it's individual, like this guy that I was talking about who dropped his stuff on the chair on Monday. This dude was like, I want to say he was 46 and he was not he lacked significantly in the area of maturity. so he comes I invite him over to my New Year's Eve party. I had some friends over on New Year's Eve just some old friends from high school and stuff and so I invited him over to come and meet all my friends and seriously, I'd gone out with him maybe two times before this night. Homeboy didn't show up till 11:15. Now, everybody else had been here since 7.30, so, you know, we've been, you know, we've probably had a couple of drinks, you know, between 7.30 and 11 o'clock on New Year's Eve, as people would have a tendency to do. He walks in the door, and everybody says hello to him. Hey, hey, you know, so-and-so's here. Nice to meet you. Everybody's talking to him, you know, shakes his hand kind of thing. Since it's my party, you know, people are pushing me and pulling me in different directions. Hey, could you get me this? And hey, come over here, blah, blah, blah. I mean, when you're hosting a party, you, you have a tendency to get, you know, you spread around, you move around. And this dude was flaming mad by the end of the night. Mm. Because according to him, I should have taken him around and introduced him individually to every person at that party and shared with him an anecdote about how we knew one another.
1: Deal breaker. Deal breaker. <laughs> ding, okay, ding, so ding, 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 ding. Yeah, so Hey, hold, ho, Carrie. It's actually yeah. time for a break, and we're going to come back and talk about some more deal
0: breakers. Welcome back to Psych with my friend Sherelle Hicks and I, Carrie Nickel, here with you on Friday morning before the 4th of July, and I'm so glad you gave out the number before we went to break, Sherelle. That's something I think we completely forget to do. (laughs) (laughs) Forget that people might actually need the phone number if they're going to call in and listen, call in and ask a question. So getting back to my story, yeah, so this guy absolutely blew a gasket about the fact that I didn't, you know, take him around and like I say, share a personal anecdote with him about how I met and got to know every single person at the party, but um, did I tell you what time he showed up?
1: Mm-mm. What time, first, what time did the party start?
0: party started at 7.30. He showed up at 11.15.
1: Girl, bye. <laughs> he better be glad you? you even opened the door. He better be uh, glad you no. and not me.
0: That's right. I know. See? That's what I thought. And I thought, you know, what I said to him was, you know, I would have been more than happy to have done that with you had you shown up at a decent time. Mm-hmm. Had you shown up at 7.38, hell, even 9. You know, yeah, I'll take you around introduce you to everybody, no problem. You, you know, you kind of drag in here at 11.15. That's a different story. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we must have argued about this for about a day. A a whole day. I mean, that just, it was absolutely ludicrous. And finally I had to just stop and say, what are you doing? (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It's that whole argue with an idiot. What did did Mm -hmm. they say? Mm -hmm.
2: Making sense out of
0: craziness. Yeah. And so finally I just said, okay, you know, enough is enough. And so, yeah, I had not seen this guy in forever and uh, really wasn't tickled to see him on Monday. Just really bizarre situation. So, well, he's still
1: feeling
0: I, you, girl. I, huh?
1: He's still feeling you.
0: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So Who's that's your you deal. Know, that's a deal. Uh, my deal. So in this is this situation actually probably demonstrates my biggest deal breaker, which to me is inability to talk through difficult times inability to mm. be able to just rationally and calmly be able to discuss either concerns that you have you know things that have happened that have bothered you where you can just say hey you know i need you to let i need to let you know about this or i need to you know and for the other person to just hear you and say hey you know we're So if you're dating somebody and issues arise, as they always will, I mean, people aren't perfect. I get that. I I know in relationships people do things to disappoint one another and hurt one another because there are emotions tied in there and people aren't perfect. But, you know, you've got to be able to just talk about the things that bother you, talk about the things that... You notice that you might not like. I mean, you need to be able to share that kind of information with one another and, and work through it in a calm, sort of rational way. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. hmm Absolutely. And, that,
0: and that's probably been one of the most difficult things I have, I have you know, I have had a really hard time finding that, finding someone who's got that ability to just be able to talk through things rationally, to be able to recognize that, they're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I don't expect them to be, but I do expect to be able to talk about the things that bother me without there being some major, you know, because I am not an arguer, girl.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I am not going there. I don't argue with my kids. I don't yell at anybody. I don't, I'm not a screamer. I'm, I don't do the whole get angry thing. I just, I just want to be able to talk about things, and you can't do it then. What good is it, you know, I mean, if you, especially if you can't do it at the beginning of a relationship, how are you going to be able to do it two years down the road, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Or five or ten or whatever. So that's probably my biggest deal breaker.
1: Well, I have another one. I like clean men. You know, we talked about that the other week where we talked about metro sex- sexual men. Right. I really like metrosexual men. I like men that get manicures and pedicures, and I love men that smell good. That is like the major attraction for me. so uh-huh. if you're just uh-huh. not one of those kind of you're one of those manly men that think getting your no, your nails and your toes done it, uh, it's a turn off of me It's a deal yeah.
0: Well, but see, but you can take that a little bit too far. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand what you're saying, but, I, like, my last significant relationship with the younger guy I was telling you about, he went and got his, he went and got, like, highlights in his hair. <laughs> 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 and I couldn't help but be, you know, picture him sitting in the salon, you know, with the drape over the shoulders and the <laughs> little cap on his head. and <laughs> I can't say that that did it for me. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, wow. So Karen,
0: stop I, it. I understand what you're saying, True. I just think that, you know, sometimes people carry that can carry that a bit too far, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah
0: I definitely well, like a guy who's got short hair, clean cut, takes good care of himself. I like people, you know, I like it when they have a real positive energy, a really good vibe, you know, energetic Generally happy, go lucky, you know, because I tend to be a little bit loopy. I think I'm a pretty happy person. And I just, you know, I just want somebody that's got a really good positive energy, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah, but definitely that takes care of themselves, you know, stays, you know, attends to their personal hygiene. <laughs> yeah, I guess but that's doing, where
1: I'm going.
0: Yeah. I went but to my uh,
1: esthetician the other week. And she was complaining because she said that she's beginning to see more male consumers who are getting the intimate waxings. Uh
0: uh
1: huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. And I don't
0: really know how to take that. (laughs) What do do you think about that,
1: Cheryl? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's taking metrosexual to like the 10th power. Uh, Uh, Yeah.
0: And see, That's so the, here again, like, if I was dating a guy that had, like, no hair whatsoever in the nether regions, and it wasn't because they shaved it, but because it was ripped out at the root, again, like, I would picture, <laughs> I would picture them laying on the table with the... <laughs> see, you mean been too visual. I am. I'm a very visual human being. I think I'm, I'm a little bit like a male in, in that particular...
2: You know, area.
0: I'm very visual, so I would picture the guy there laying on the table, his legs all jacked up, and all. <laughs> <laughs> but Carrie, now, yes, ma'am. Yes. Both
1: you and I, we work out a lot, so for me, right. it, it's it makes me feel clean, and you know, I can wear my little workout outfits and not worry about anything that's looking inappropriate. So, could okay. it be that this person? You know, is a workout fanatic like us, right. and want to be clean and not have to worry about
0: extra stuff. Does it? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I dated a guy for a while that was a triathlete, and this guy was serious. I mean, he he is serious. He was uh, he was in that international Ironman competition last October oh, in Kota, cool. Hawaii. And actually, Mm -hmm. he just qualified to go back there again this October. And this dude lives and breathes his sport. I mean, if he's not running, he's biking. If he's not running or biking, he's swimming. I mean, hours and hours every day. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and yeah, I mean, there's like the only hair on this dude's body is on his head.
1: But is he going to an esthetician and getting waxings? Or I mean, what's
0: the deal with that? Um, That would be my guess. That would be my guess. And I guess for that, I, you know, I guess I, like, didn't, it didn't bother me as much, I guess, with him because there wasn't any hair anywhere else and that made sense because it was all about being aerodynamic, I guess. I don't know. So it didn't bother me as much because I guess if he had hair on no other part of his body and then he had this, you know, one area of his body that was really hairy, that would be kind of weird, too. Like, I guess yeah, that if you're going to. If you're going to wax your whole body, at what point do you stop? <laughs> I guess you get to do the whole thing, you know, but how long would you be in, in the esthetician's office to get your entire body waxed? I mean, that would be an all-day affair, man. You'd have to work that into your calendar on a, you know.
1: No, it goes pretty quickly. I mean, especially if you're working with somebody on a regular basis. I mean, it, it doesn't take me that long to get in there and, Get everything done, but I'm not doing my whole body either. Yeah, uh,
2: but maybe uh, I have d- to get
0: your girl's number from you because I just I've never had the nerve to <laughs> do that before. But but I do shave, you know. I keep things under control, you know. But uh, I can't believe I'm saying this. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's an experience that is hard to turn away from, and every time I go, I'm I'm driving down the street and I'm going, why do I do this? <laughs> but when I'm finished with it, I'm like, oh, how could I have gone another day without it?
0: Really? Uh,
1: absolutely. And it, you, normally they tell you to take two ibuprofens before you go. But, I, I mean, I'm a trooper now. I, I got about three years under my belt. So. Uh. But, you know, I dated a guy for a while and he, he really didn't like it. And we struggle with that. And he... I didn't like the fact that he didn't get a regular haircut, like, at least once a week or every other week. So he made a deal with me. He said, okay, you cut back on the waxings, and I'll get a haircut every other week. He said, because at times when I'm with you, I don't know if I'm with a grown woman or a Girl Scout. So uh-huh. it was, you know, it's, some men just don't like it. But for me, it's it's a preference. I, I, I like it.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Well, I definitely don't want to be all you know whacked out down there, but I'm a you know. <laughs> yeah. It's not I'm all not, down I'm, there. Carrie, it's underarms, his <laughs> <it's> legs. <laughs> 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 well, I keep I keep all that all nice and neat and trimmed too. You know, I got to shave every day, and just for my own self, because I don't like how it feels when you get into bed and you got the stubble going on. That does not feel good. Even when you well, to look, let's take a break fire. here,
1: Carrie. I'm a little concerned. I don't have any, we don't have any
0: callers yet. It's probably because it's <laughs> the holiday, huh? Possibly, or maybe because we keep flapping our gums so much and not, and not really asking anybody to call in, Cheryl.
1: Okay, well, how about this? We're going to take a break here.
0: Welcome back to "Say with Cheryl Hicks and Carrie Nickel."
2: I understand we actually have a caller online, Cheryl. Oh, cool. Yeah. Welcome, Jennifer. What can we get for hey. you today? Hey. well, I've been listening to y'all talk, and that's not... Are y'all from North Carolina? <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not originally. How about you, Cheryl? I'm an Army brat.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
2: Well, I'm down here in South Carolina, and I'm a country girl, but I used to be... Like in beauty pageants and things. So I heard y'all talking about the men and them getting all fixed up, you know, and going for the beauty treatments. And I have to say, I don't want a man that's more, you know, prissy than I am. And I don't, I don't really, if they say they're going to get a pedicure, that just, ooh, I just don't go for that if it's my husband. I'm married. But I had to, that's not what I was calling about, but I had to put in, you know, how I feel about that.
0: And like Al
2: Gore and Al Gore I heard, you know, last night that he was getting an abdominal massage. Uh, Did y'all hear that? An abdominal massage, you know. I don't wanna bring him in but I'm like, what is that about? (laughs) You know, maybe maybe men are getting too much. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I had a question for (laughs) y'all. I'm I've been married for like seventeen years. And I always dress up, fix up. That's not the problem. But I'm having trouble getting my husband to pay me any attention. Mm. Huh. Huh. And um, he just, you know, he works all the time. And he's very sweet. And I know he loves me. People say, oh, your husband's in love with you the way he looks at you. But he just thinks I could be content like being on Facebook and the computer, and with all my animals. And if I tell him I'm lonely, he'll say, "Well, get another cat or whatever." And I'm, uh-huh. I'm just wondering, you know, it's not another woman. He does work very hard. He's in construction business, right? And he's ten years older than me. Very sweet, but. Like I might put a romantic song on, or say, "Go listen." I sent you an email, a beautiful song, and he'll come in and be like, "How about fixing me a banana split?" You know. So when you say so when I you just need enough... go ahead. Not not at all, and I don't like oh, to, to nag anyone or anything. Yeah, I understand. that. How long has this been going on? Oh, about um three years off and on. I mean, he's very good and he thinks he showed me, you know, love by um, certain things, but uh-huh. he just doesn't pay me much attention. I'm just thinking of how I could, you know, I don't want to uh, argue with him or anything like that, but right.
0: if y'all so had sure any ideas. Well, I'm sure you've, you've probably talked to him before and said, this is what I need.
2: Um, he just sort of laughs and says how lucky I am. You know. So
0: he's not hearing you. Mm-hmm. Oh, no,
2: he, he's working. <laughs> no, uh-uh.
0: No, I mean, he's not when you're talking to him and you're saying, hey, this is what I need you to do. Oh, oh, I, no, he doesn't really
2: listen. He sort of laughs it off. Oh,
0: honey. Oh. Uh, you know, and, and so what you're saying is, he, but he does a lot of really nice things for you.
2: Like I'm very lonely, but I I focus because my sisters and people will say, "Boy, he is so blessed. He just doesn't know," you know. Like, um, I I have no interest in anyone else or anything like that, and I do love him to death. And he was very very romantic and things, and I know work and keeping everything up. But so I had thought of something for tonight. I did call him up today, and I said, "Listen." And see, he's going to West Virginia. I told you I'm a country girl. I'm from North Carolina, and he's from the mountains. And he's going up there to see his mother. She's 92. Like he's going to the mountains for the fort, so I won't even see him. Right. But he's taking his two, our two big German Shepherds, and then I'll have my pit bull for my my company. But I'm just right. saying, I suggested to him, and see what y'all think about this. I Mm -hmm. said, well, why don't we tonight go to the beach, you know, before dark? Uh I said, let's just make it a point to sort of celebrate the 4th and take the time to drive down to the beach and, um, you know, just spend some time watching the sun go down. Now, how do y'all, do y'all think that's a good idea?
0: Absolutely, I think it's a great idea. Absolutely.
2: And then maybe I could sort of talk to him easy then. Like, I've sort of told him, and he said, well, money, you know, the economy is bad, too. And especially for contractors. And I do count my blessings. And I'm all about, you know, working on yourself and being positive and focusing on the positive. But but every now and then, I think he should make that little sacrifice for me. You know, I don't ask for much.
0: Yeah, but what usually happens is, you know, two people get together, and they have very different ideas on how to share love. I mean, I'm sure you've heard of love languages. So this guy, you know, your husband's probably doing a lot of different things to show you that he loves you. Exactly, and he's such a sweet
2: person, and I I wouldn't trade him, you know. Like, uh, sure, I I think in long-term relationships, there's always where the spark, you know, gets. DM and you have to sort of rekindle it yeah because i have a friend who has been married 31 years six children i have no children we we don't have any children but um i think you have to try to work on you know yourself in the relationship don't look away sort of look to the person for what you need and try to get Uh it
0: Absolutely. You know, you understand what I'm
2: saying instead of saying, oh, the spark's gone, so I'm going to go with this guy that flirted with me. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's not what I'm all about. I want to make it work with him. I mean, I'm happy. I just want to sort of get that spark going.
0: Right, right. And see, oftentimes I think what we need to do is we need to behave in the way with the other person that we want them to behave with us.
2: Oh, that's so true. I've learned that over the years. Not to mm-hmm. be negative, to be positive, and talk to him yeah. in an encouraging way.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and maybe give him some real specific ideas about what it is you'd like him to do. Like, hey, you know, what yeah, I'm I think, like- uh, yeah,
2: just just talking to y'all is sort of helping me because I don't really talk about it to anybody, right? You know, because I don't really have anybody that I can talk to except my sisters and mother I w- always just say boy he doesn't know how lucky he is because you do stay at home and you do spend your time with your pit bull and your cats and your you know uh, uh-huh. I try everything I can to, to keep myself occupied in a you know constructive way right and that's probably part of the problem too Jennifer I mean if
0: you're at home all day by yourself, I mean, you—you know, your needs might be a little bit more than they would be. Say, if you were really engaged in doing something during the day that really fulfilled and, you, and that's
2: true. And I've been thinking about that too. I need to do something real productive for myself.
0: Uh huh. So uh huh, absolutely. But I think giving him some specific ideas about what it—you know—hey, it would mean a lot to me. You know, or, or you know what you can do too is through positive reinforcement. Like if he if he does something that you notice that makes you feel really good, and it, but maybe it's not quite what you really want, but you can start, if you mm-hmm. really start paying attention to the things that he does do that you really like, and really say, you know, appreciate those things. Like, yeah, I really like right. you. You know, when you came by and took and me out to lunch the other day. I mean, that meant a whole lot to me. And oh, really yeah. Meant, you know, and if you really praise those things, because men really like to be praised. Well, and everybody likes to be praised. but Oh, that's that, true. If you start doing those things and, and noticing those things, then you'll find that usually they really like being appreciated, so they'll continue to do more of those things. Um, but I think giving them some real specific ideas, and then also at the same time, I mean, really noticing, because men do often have very different ways of showing love, and, and a lot of times it's through action. It's through what they do, and they have a really different idea from you know about what we need. Like, he, he might come home, and he knows That's you, true. you really... One of the new faucet in the kitchen, and he replaces the faucet, and he thinks, "Wow, I don't you know, <laughs> oh, really yeah. know how much I love her." You know,
2: <laughs> when oh, that is won. very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, everything I have that I do enjoy, he's provided it for me. So
0: absolutely, you know, absolutely. So he, you know, so, and, and, and what you're doing tonight is an excellent idea. I mean, you know what you need. You need some quality sort of romantic time with him. So you come up with these ideas and say, hey, baby, look. And I it. need,
2: right, and I think I need to sort of plan more.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe say,
2: okay, here's what we're going to do. Surprise. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Because, you know, if he's busy working and he's out there trying to scratch. He, yeah, he He doesn't have really the
2: time doesn't. to do that.
0: Right. That, that I, I do. He's probably, yeah, he's
2: probably stressed well, and Well just talking to y'all has helped me a lot and y'all and let me just say, y'all are very, um, friendly, like I feel like I know y'all, you know. So that helps a lot too. <laughs> y'all don't talk all fan- all fancy like <laughs> you know. You're just like down home girls.
1: So that's down-home why I really girls. felt like
2: that that's why I felt like I could call in and talk to you, so that's really good, and, and I'm going to suggest it to my friends, because I have a lot of friends that have all kinds of problems. You know, I'm really thankful I have sort of a boring life, but, but I have a lot of <laughs> friends that really could use your help, so we'll, well, uh, hey, Jennifer, I'll tell them to
1: call. Jennifer, can you do us a favor? Sure. Can you, call, can you call us back next week and tell us how your, your night went? Yes. I, oh, I, I would love to. Jennifer, this is my question now. You say you're gonna drive down to the beach, you know, you're gonna watch the sunset go down. What else yeah. we gonna do? What what you got? What else are we Yeah, what you got? What you take with uh, you to kind of spice this up?
2: You want to know she's got to Oh drink yeah. Some well away. he well when he gets home maybe have him a nice Michelob light. He doesn't drink very much so one beer and he'll be a little tipsy. Okay, so you <laughs> loosen
1: him up. Okay. And okay. I'll have
2: and I'll have some wine and I suggest that we pick up a little something for like a little picnic on the way. Okay. And then of course I'll have candles and see I do love, I believe in love potions. I'm very romantic. I mean, I'm always wearing lace and dressing up to the hilt. But see, he's used to that after 20 years. And when he sees me, maybe I'll put on one of his shirts. Because when he sees me not dressed up, he'll say, you look cute. So maybe I'll put on one of his big shirts or something.
1: Okay. You know, you,
2: you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. if somebody's used to something all the time.
1: Yeah. That's what I wanted so to do. So maybe.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I want to see what you Maybe I'll like. do that. Oh, I have more yeah. plans,
2: you know, but this okay. is daytime radio, so. Okay, okay. Yeah, we but talking <laughs> to y'all has really helped me, you know, get motivated.
1: All right. To do
2: something. Oh, I'm looking so. so
1: forward to hearing from you next week, Jennifer, and we wish you well. Okay, well, I. Well,
2: uh, well, call thank you, anytime. and I, hey, well, um, like I said, I, I've really enjoyed it, and I hope y'all have a great 4th of July, and I'll call back next week.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> awesome, we look forward Jennifer. to hearing from you, week. sweetie. It's uh, time for us to take a break, and when we come back with Carrie and Miss Sherelle with Psych,
0: Zeus Radio Network. <laughs> oh, I love this song. I don't know
1: how many times I could tell you. Thank you so much, Carrie, for thinking of this song. I love It's like a hype song. It's
0: I mean, a great it's- song, man. <laughs> uh, uh, Something about music just does it to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could be in a really bad mood or whatever, and I've- there's a couple of go-to songs I got that mm-hmm. I put that stuff on, and it's a different day.
1: Mm-hmm. And, a different and I like day. the theme, too, Carrie. The theme is be real. Like, Miss Jennifer just called in, and she was like, I'm getting ready to be real with y'all. I got a situation. I'm trying to hold on to my man. I'm not trying to disrespect my relationship, but my man just not getting it. And I just got to commend you, Miss Jennifer, because a lot of people in this tight economic situation where there's a lot of stress, they don't really have a lot of time to sit and think about what they can do to help their relationship survive. So, right. you know, Carrie and I, as therapists, you know, we see a lot of situations where people got bored and decided to do something else that now we have to talk about to see how we're going to work through this situation. So, hats yeah. off to you, Miss Jennifer. Absolutely. We appreciate absolutely. your calling.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I, you know, and I agree. I mean, you know, when you're in a relationship, a committed relationship, and you're not getting your needs met... It is absolutely uh, a natural tendency, I think, for people to just start, you know, looking around. uh, Wandering. (laughs) Yeah, and it just, you know, all it does is complicate things, man. My own Mm -hmm. personal philosophy is don't get involved with somebody unless the relationship that you are currently in is O-V-E-R over. Absolutely. Because you are going to do nothing but complicate things, and it's just going to be nasty, ugly, bad. So... Mm -hmm. But, boy, people jump right into that thing. And, you know, I think there's such a fear out there, Sherelle, of being alone. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I used to think it was just the ladies, but it is so not just the women.
2: Yeah. I mean, men,
0: you know, men come in to see me, and men, you know, they might be in a dysfunctional or unhappy relationship, and they will hold on because they're scared. They're scared Mm -hmm. of being alone. And i got to tell you, I guess there was a time in my life where I may have shared that fear, but... I would so much rather be alone than be in a bad relationship or be with the me wrong too
1: person. Care. Been there, done that.
0: Absolutely, and being alone is not such a bad thing, is it, Cheryl? It's
1: not. It is not. You uh-huh. know, another thing I want to say about uh, Miss Jennifer is a lot of times when things like this happen, uh, especially with women, we tend to turn back and look at ourselves and say, "What is wrong with me?" Yeah, And you can seep into depression thinking, well, maybe I don't excite him as much, or maybe I'm too big, or maybe I'm too small. She's like, hey, I'm just trying to figure out how to make my relationship work, because this is a good man. And so yeah. th- immediately, I, I was just like, yes, she gets it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I do think it is a tendency to sort of because I was in a relationship like that once with someone who was not very physically affectionate at all. Mm-hmm. But this guy was running circles around himself doing stuff for me all the time. Like, you know, mm-hmm. constantly doing things around the house to improve the home and and it was all coming from a place for him of love for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there was no, you know, physical affection. There was no hugs and touches and caresses and, you know, intimacy, any of that stuff. And, you know, what I I really realized was that he was just very depressed. Mm-hmm. And he had a very, you know, very different way of showing love than what it was I needed. And and I, you know, I asked for it and we struggled with that for years and years and then finally I just I really realized that I wasn't going to get from him what I really needed and wanted, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was sad because he was pro- he's probably been one of the, the best men I've ever known in my whole life, but I just could not, I could not see myself living the rest of my life in a relationship sort of like, you know, that had no warmth, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So it was sad because as much as I loved him, I, I had to let him go. I had to, I had to, I had to make a change, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know it's tough but sometimes people have very different ways of showing love and i think that that's uh you know that's really unfortunate but you know people are different and men and women are very different absolutely
1: um i dealt with a situation this week where the young lady as i'm listening to her talk um she's saying that um, her significant other has gone out of town, didn't say when they were going, how long they were going to be going, where they were going, and this person had been gone for over a week. And so, took off? Yeah. Just took off. I think they had, he had plans to go somewhere, but never you know, talks, talked her through wh- where he was going and what he was going to be doing. So we had to work through that. But at the end, what we came up with was, I am allowing this person to do this to me. Because we give people permission to do things. You know, we can draw a line in the sand and say, I'm not putting up with this. Like I, like ah. I said with you with the young man that... Um, text me and, and had right. the F word in it. I drew right. the line in the sand and I said, you will not deal with me and use curse words because that takes me to a place that I don't want to go. So yeah. I took away his power and I did not give him permission to treat me like that.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: you know and I know if, if you start it, that's the way it's going to probably end if you don't put a cap on it.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: So I think a, I- a lot of... I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: No, go, you, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I think a lot of times we have to understand what we want, how we want it, and be real with ourselves. And say, Absolutely. this is what I'm going to put up with and this is not what I'm going to put up I'm not going to give you permission to treat me in a way that doesn't make me feel well.
2: Right.
0: Which is why I was asking you about deal breakers because I think it's, it's very important for people to understand what, what their bottom line is. Mhm. Mhm. And I think that it's important to think about those things, you know, both when you're in a relationship and when you're out of one, when you know, when you're not involved with somebody and and you sort of got a cl- clean slate, clear head. You say, Okay, what really has meaning for me? What did it you know, what is it I'm really looking for in another human being and a in a life partner, you know? Mm-hmm. So that when things come up you can identify those like with this guy and just say, Hey, wait a minute, no, 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 no You know. This is not the... This is not what I'm looking for. So, and and then be true to that, you know, and be true to yourself and, and be honest with the other person. Um, but I think in that situation with that guy you were talking about earlier in regard to that text, I think for me, you know, I would be really alarmed at the fact that he did it to begin with. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like in that situation, I don't know if I would say, here is somebody, I, you know, that I want to tell them that I can't tolerate this and then we're going to continue in this relationship. Because I, I I would think that somebody who would demonstrate that, la- you know, that lack of respect to that degree like that, um, that would be a huge red flag for me. Mm-hmm. And I would just, you know, I would just opt out. Absolutely. But, he, but
1: here's the other thing, too, uh, Carrie. People put on facades.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, to me, it seemed like he had probably come to a point where he felt like, or maybe he didn't realize that the real he was coming out
0: right well, yeah I mean you know there's a lot of people you know who aren't real thoughtful in their behavior
1: mm-hmm they don't really
0: think about it. they just they just react um, they don't think about really the long term impacts uh, impact of their behavior and then they end up regretting it down the road well you, you know, know when I, I when think
1: I think about that I say thank you mister. Because mm-hmm. that means that I didn't have to go a year with you or two years with you to know that you have an evil side on you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: So the truth shall come to light, and I appreciate the truth.
0: And, the and being the real. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: The so what do you think better. about our show today, sweetie? Because we're coming to an end.
0: Want to recap what we talked about today? Well, we talked about personal hygiene, body waxing. Um, <laughs> it's been an interesting conversation, Sheryl. Oh,
1: I think it started out with Panty Free Friday. I was like, "Okay, <laughs> this is going to be a
0: wild one today." <laughs> <laughs> I, I to, I'm not, and I'm not practicing the Panty Free Friday. I just I want to throw that out there. Um. Okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Don't be guys. <laughs> uh, you got any special plans this weekend, huh, for the holiday? Oh, that's right. You're going to the beach. Yeah, I'm going to the beach and and
1: tip around a little bit. I need some grown grown girl time, let my hair down a little bit.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Good for you, stress What and beach are you going to? Mess.
1: Huh? What beach are you going to? heading down to South Carolina, down there where Miss Jennifer is.
0: Oh, I hear you, baby. Oh, I was huh, down there last huh, year for huh, the 4th of Huh? I was down there last year for the 4th of July. Okay. Let me just warn you, girlfriend. It's crazy down there on the 4th of July. Really? Oh, yeah. So uh-huh.
1: it's like a, it's like a, uh, Las Vegas on
0: crack or something? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. It's kind of like <laughs> one big, huge bar scene, baby. It's like one big, huge singles pickup thing. Like, you can't sit on the beach for five seconds without some guy coming and sidling up beside you and trying to make some time. You know what I'm saying?
1: Okay, whatever. So,
0: yeah, you're going to be, just be prepared. That's all I'm saying.
1: All right. Well, that's our show for today. This has been Psych with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nickel, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for here, Women Talk.